0: Lance, uh, Charles Koch here, just calling to tell you guys you guys are doing a great job. Uh, keep up the uh, 99% bashing, and I'll keep the checks coming. You guys are my new favorite podcast. <laughs>
1: 10, 9,
2: 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1...
3: Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. one of your hosts, D. E. Simon.
0: Get down on your knees and kiss this man's feet.
3: I'm Lance Wackerly. If
0: I was that dude, I'd be dreaming of boobs. We're going to stay here all night if we have to, so let's get started. Uh,
3: can I go when this starts to suck? Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. one of your hosts, D. E. Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly. What's up, there, Wackerly? How was the weekend?
4: <laughs> how was the weekend?
3: How I was, was just, the weekend?
4: I was just thinking before we got on that you don't say that anymore, and here you come on and you say it. <laughs> what the fuck? You know, I I was thinking
3: about that too. Actually, the past I was few actually going to
4: ask you if you no longer cared about how my weekends were. Uh, you and know, now you've it, ruined my intro topic.
3: The realization came to me, um, like probably two weeks ago. I was. Uh, downloading a podcast to make sure it worked in uh, itunes and i was like you know what i don't even remember the last time i asked wackerly how his weekend was how you're doing such a self-absorbed jewish weekend? fuck i know? don't remember so how was your weekend you know, normally you i remember think it.
4: about it when i knew you were gonna ask me i would think about what i did but you you don't ask anymore so i have to think about it oh. did you
3: um dress up in a Newt Gingrich prosthetic mask and go jack off in the public theater watching Arthur Christmas. What's Arthur Christmas? You haven't seen that movie? It's a, it's a new kid's no. movie, Arthur Christmas? No, I haven't seen it. I'm just Didn't saying it's a good off. idea for somebody to do that. If you're kind of a portly guy, put a Newt Gingrich mask on and just go into a public theater and jack off to Arthur Christmas.
4: I'm going to bypass the implication <laughs> that you're saying I'm a portly guy and move on into... I really don't remember. I think I like ate some food. <laughs> oh, I watched the Michigan State-Wisconsin uh, game. Which was oh, a football. football game. Rather disappointing game. The Big Ten Championship.
3: It wasn't... You you didn't actually... You were, Who were you rooting for? The Michigan State Spartan Squadron the michigan squadron and did they lose against the wisconsin Badgers?
4: well yeah it was really close and they were about to win they ran back the kickoff like all the way back to the to the uh, end zone like five yards the guy you know guy had to go when he got tackled and that was it and nope and they flagged the play somebody ran into the fucking kicker and they gave the ball back to wisconsin
3: and thus marked the end of uh, Michigan. The end, yeah, they lost championship. Uh, they lost pursuit. their whole possession,
4: and their are you know five yard from the end zone, fucking field position because some guy like accidentally ran into the kicker, like you know, like a minute after he kicked the ball.
3: You know, actually, um, I'm just going to give you some advice as a friend. I don't think becoming a massive sports fan is going to help you with the ladies.
4: I'm not. I mean, they, were there any ladies
3: at the the bar you're at watching the game?
4: I wasn't at a bar. I was at
3: some dude's house. And were there any ladies present?
4: A married lady.
3: Case in point. (laughs) You know what I think you should do in order to uh, catch up the ladies? Just to attract some of the ladies? I think you should get a puppy. Really? I think you need a puppy. A puppy attracts members of the opposite sex.
4: Puppy seems like kind of a big pain in the ass.
3: A puppy is a big pain in the ass. But I'm just saying, a puppy, if you... Okay, think about it this way. You took a little darling puppy, four months old, into a bar, what do you think would happen? Every girl in there would melt. Their vaginas would pour out liquid moisten <laughs> they would moisten they would moisten their vaginas urine? Moisten.
4: are you talking about urine <laughs> no i'm just, I'm just saying that the, it's a mean, urinating oh, i don't not, really have that fetish
3: no it's either female ejaculate or they oh. secrete the the lubricant the natural vaginal lubricant that they do when they're excited they would they would see <laughs> it's not that menses is it it's not not, not menses they, they would see right. you holding the dog they would get excited and stimulated next thing you know you're banging them while the dog is in its cage next to your bed
4: Oh, I could just keep it in a cage. Can it yeah. shit in the cage? And can I get an automatic
3: feeder? You could, you could probably do that. No, I think you have to put a little He's more not effort to turn into the it. women off. You know, th- when th- they think of it this way actually, though:
4: I'm not just a puppy owner; I'm a like neglectful puppy owner. That won't that think th- won't of it seem this way, Wacker.
3: Think of it this way: a puppy is a lot cheaper than buying, you know, a Ferrari. That's true. And you got to maintain Although, but, that portion But the thing is, that Ferrari. yeah,
4: but the thing is, you can keep the Ferrari in the garage for unlimited periods
3: of time. Uh, you can't really do that with a the puppy, there. no. And plus, the puppy eventually grows older, and then it's not as attractive anymore. as when you kind of have to deal, just deal with it. But still, so with dogs, though, you can still uh, you can still meet chicks with do- You wanna know what, why I know this? Why? How do you know this? The realization came to me this weekend because I now have a puppy.
4: Oh, but you have a girlfriend.
3: I know I'm not, I'm not happy about you're doing the puppy. it wrong as
4: the internet's to say
3: <laughs> i am I am doing it wrong I, I but i I've realized though I never thought about it before because i've always beca- okay but I've always been anti animal i'm anti pet anti children I
0: this
3: have is been. one of
4: your made up uh personality traits because i've known you to have dogs and a couple cats
3: when i when I was growing of. up. My parents yeah. had my parents had dogs, so I lived with dogs. Right. It wasn't my choice. I had to have these dogs. I did I like the animals you when I lived fondly with them. Of the dogs. No, I recall them fondly. I, I did like having the dog. But Not
4: Stephanie's dog. I mean, that thing was horrible. But
3: it was an awful, rotting beast, like mummification of an animal, but uh, living mummification. But uh, right. then, then as I, you know, as I was as I, you know, aged and went to college, uh, my roommate and I at the time ended up getting cats. And then she didn't want her cats, so I was stuck with these two cats. And I do not like cats at all. I was horribly allergic to cats. Never realized <laughs> how severe my allergies were until I got rid of the cats. You sure kept I realized, them for a long time. Yeah, and well, after I got rid of them, I realized God, I can breathe now. So I've always been allergic to animals. I'm allergic to children. I'm allergic to responsibility for others. And I just, you know, I just didn't, I didn't want to have an animal. And then, okay,
4: well, it's like, it's like, you know what you are, you're like, to pet ownership, you're like a Republican self-hating homo, like, I I, I hate the homosexual agenda, I just, I just keep finding myself having sex with people in a men's room, that's like you with pets, like, I hate pets, but I, I always seem to have a pet.
3: I'm anti-pet ownership. That's my thing. I haven't owned... That's, I've never uh, owned like, a dog as an like adult. That's like the Republican guy
4: saying, I'm anti-homosexual relationship, but I do like getting my dick sucked once
3: in a while. It, it isn't, though, because I've never owned a dog as an adult. I wouldn't, I wouldn't own a dog. A dog well, is a now, huge commitment.
4: You do now, though.
3: I do now. And the the reason I do, and this is something I've been fighting for the, you know, the, the entire time I've lived down here, when I moved in with my girlfriend, I've been fighting this. She's one of the dog... Probably for about six months now. Six months, she's been arguing with me about the reasons she wants a dog and how a dog would bolster our relationship, and a dog is something that we need in the house. And I've been trying to dissuade her from getting this dog and giving all my reasons. It's been like you know, like an episode of Perry Mason, really in this house.
4: Could you have just? How is that Perry Mason like?
3: It's Perry Mason. I'm 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 I'm, I'm Perry Mason. You're debating. I'm, I'm debating her. Pointing oh. my side, okay, I, you know, I mean, like, uh, like Clarence, I'm a, I'm Clarence Darrow. <laughs> you're not in a wheelchair, are you? I did when I was arguing about the animal with her. I, I oh, got in a wheelchair. Sides. Well, I wanted to it get helps, sympathy. It helps
4: for respectability. People respect your opinion more if you're in
3: a wheelchair. Well, I wanted to get mind. the sympathy of the jury. Yeah, and, uh, which is basically just a couple house plants <laughs> and uh, chair, the TV, the TV. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I've been telling her, I was like, you know, there there are many reasons why. We don't need an animal. And here are my here are my points. Number 1, I work at home. So that means I'm going to be the sole caregiver of a puppy. A cat's one thing. A cat, you can just let them do whatever the fuck they want. You don't have to even potty train a cat. You just get a box of sand, and the and cats just know it
4: automatically, yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean a cat is so much easier. Dog, dogs require you have to constantly watch them, make sure they're not chewing up your records. I don't want my velvet even, underground even record even after thing you potty eaten.
4: train them, sometimes they'll drop a shit on your carpet just to let you know who's in charge.
3: Or just to fuck with you, because dogs right. are like that. They're mischievous, you know, Satan spawn, those creatures. And they, so they... think things. Yeah, you know, I mean, cats, cats are so... Cats are just low maintenance. They, they maintain themselves. In fact, a lot of cats don't even like to be seen or touched. I don't even know why yes. people own cats. Whereas dogs, they, they need the attention. They crave the attention. And gotta I,
4: give them the attention or they, or they uh, what's the opposite of thrive? <laughs>
3: that's what they yeah, do, they, the they, opposite of thrive. No, they, they become they, evil, they neurotic languish, creatures. They languish. So, so I didn't want to be the sole caregiver to this animal. I don't like picking up shit. That is, I one was going to say, I do th- this not whole like idea doing.
4: That, that you being working from home is a reason not to get a dog is a bad point to make because she's going to say, that's a, the that's a reason we
3: can get a dog. Because that's exactly, that's how she countered my argument. Yeah, which I just feel is unfair. Amateur move on your part. Well, I feel it's unfair to me, but then, (laughs) but then I I countered her argument. I moved the wheelchair around to face the jury when I said this, (laughs) and I said, "Okay, well, I feel that both of us are too selfish for a dog because we like to go out. We like to go out on the weekends. We like to travel. And a dog, you know, you can get a cage for the dog or a crate, crate training as they call it, but you can't leave Mm -hmm. the the dog in the crate for longer than four or five hours." or then it I've becomes cruel. That. So, you once know, once
4: again, this might be a faulty point to make because you're in Los Angeles, and as we know from watching Paris Hilton, Nicole Richie, all those other starlets and older stars that are over the hill, you just get a small dog and you put it in a bag and you carry it around to the bar with you. It's completely become completely acceptable in Hollywood to do that. And that's where you live.
3: That is true. That is true that it's it's de rigueur to carry a dog. Into the In bar bag. with you. In a bag. In
4: a, I don't. Do they like it? Do they dislike it? I don't. If you, just you know, keep but you can't them, bring it, it into every it.
3: restaurant you go. You can't take it to every party that you go. I mean, there are certain t- definitely during the day you tend to, but like at night if you're going to like, you know, some all night rave fetish bondage <laughs> party. What are you going to do with the dog? Are you got a oh, going puppy. to a
4: lot of all night
3: raves lately? Grandpa?
4: Every now and then. Every Grandpa. now. And then. But I'm just saying,
3: if one did come around. You know, if I was invited to this all-night rave, I'd have to be like, no, I can only stay out for four hours because i got to take the dog out of the fucking crate. That's true. I didn't, you know, I didn't want to do that. And so my final point is I'm allergic. So here I'm going to have to suffer, not be able to breathe at night for the animal. Mm-hmm. Did not sway her judgment or her resolve in any way. We end up getting
4: it. It right. also probably didn't sway her opinion of your manliness.
3: I'm allergic. <laughs> my allergies. It's My asthma. My, <laughs> my asthma. asthma i don't know so we we ended up uh yeah we ended up getting a dog um this weekend yeah
4: yeah so all your fine arguing we know where that got you at
3: this it, point. D- it didn't get me very far at all and uh yeah we ended up getting a dog you know she wouldn't even go with uh, the names i wanted for the dog all right let's hear the list i'm just
4: <laughs> top, two there top were t- five dog names there were Keith two
3: Simon. that i picked oh, and i you. thought they're great and uh i think both are gender neutral personally but uh she didn't feel that way we did get a female puppy uh, I want to name the I want to name the dog George Michael. George That's Michael's a great name male, for a dog. Pretty malefic. Doesn't matter. I think you can have a female dog George Michael. Furthermore, they don't know their fucking name. You're just
4: holding a Why did a you treat. want to name it George Michael? I like it. I like after saying the George singer, Michael. After the or after the character on um Arrested Development. Both. Both. I guess yeah. maybe okay, the singer more. I can more see like. that.
3: Or Dio because Dio died this year. Mm. Ronnie James. That's a little too hipsterish. If I named the dog George, Ronnie Michael Jones, I like.
4: Who's the guy who sang Car- Karma Chameleon? That would be a good name. Boy George. Boy George.
3: That's the gayest name I've ever heard.
2: <laughs> well, and then you can't name gay. a
3: female dog Boy George. That's like basically saying I want my dog to be a homosexual.
4: It's postmodern.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but, but anyway, we end up going to this dog adoption place down here in L.A. Well,
4: wait, now we want to know what the end of, you ended up with on the name name front gypsy rose
3: gypsy all rose right. lee gypsy rose it's a lee little long
4: the, so what do you call her for just for gypsy
3: short? gypsy that's gypsy gypsy rose but gypsy rose lee was the first uh stripper i think in america her first oh, really? burlesque dancer yeah nobody
4: a, ever stripped before
3: then she was i think she was the first <laughs> famous like famous stripper, stripper. Right. Yeah, yeah like i'm uh, sure there's a was musical about her named gypsy the...
4: Yeah, somebody was stripping in the barn at some but point. But once again, like it doesn't matter. Dudes.
3: You know, in secret, when I'm at home alone with a dog, because I'm here working at home, I call her George Michael. <laughs> just to confuse her. But she comes. Yeah, she comes when I call a, her George Michael.
4: The dog can have a formal name and a nickname. So When my
3: That's girlfriend's around, good. she's Gypsy Rose. When it's just oh. me and her, it's come, George Michael. Sit, mm. George Michael. What I'll other like
4: things you do with the dog that <laughs> you don't tell your girlfriend about?
3: Um let's see pick up its shit. Oh yeah. Quite frequently. You know it's you're supposed to potty train the animal. And have you ever potty really? trained a dog?
4: A long time ago. I could probably figure it out. You 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 take a big you have it like locked in a room, right? With or like an area with a lot of newspaper everywhere. And then you slowly so it's shitting on the newspaper cuz it can't go anywhere. A piece else. of newspaper. And you slowly reduce the area covered by the newspaper and it keeps wanting to shit on the newspaper because that's what it's used to until you have like one piece of newspaper and then you sort of move it over to the door and then you move, The newspaper outside, and then it goes and it shits outside of the newspaper, and
3: now it's figured out that the place to shit is outdoors. Well, I think that's the way they did it back in the seventies. I think uh, now, (laughs)
4: well, that's when I had dogs back. Now they use uh,
3: puppy pads, but the reason I never knew how to properly potty train a dog is because my family never did that. I was thinking about this the other day. Our dogs shat wherever the fuck they wanted to. Inside, yeah, anywhere. I I, I guess the big dog (laughs) was potty trained before we got him. Oh, okay. So he would go outside before someone gave us the dog. The German right. Shepherd would go outside because he was, you know, he was trained to do that. But the other, other, all the other dogs we had in the entire history of all I was growing up with my family is they just would shit wherever they wanted, whenever they wanted. They you were never trained, so I never actually even learned how to potty train a dog. So I was thinking, okay, well, how do you do it? I'm looking online. You do you use these puppy pads, newspapers, or puppy pads. You put it in a certain area area of the house, but the key to doing it. Is you want to find out when the dog is about to shit, so they they circle and they sniff, and then in mid shit you can't do it after they shit because then they've forgotten about it. In uh-huh. mid shit, while they're turtling, while it's coming, like while a turd is protruding from their anus, you have to grab it and you have to scream no and clap your hands and then run over to the pad and throw the dog on it so that they can finish shitting in the right place.
4: Who told you to do this?
3: This is what it says online, and I can't think of anything more Did traumatic.
4: Cross reference this to like between multiple websites. Yeah, we have, a And odd.
3: doggy books, you gotta catch them mid shit. So here the we dog are. Whisperer. Ep- that guy says Any it? anyone who trains dogs watches the dog. You wait for the turtle to start coming out, and then you gotta mm. grab it. Like they hunch their back when they're about to shit. I,
4: I've seen a dog shit, okay? <laughs> <I> know <laughs> the,
3: know what's you know what You gotta thing. like sit there kind of like covertly watching on the corner of your eye because if you're shitting or if you're watching them shit, they don't want to be watched. You know, they'll, they'll look at you and then they'll uh-huh. stop and then they'll be like, what are you looking at? Come on, give me some privacy here. So you gotta yeah. pretend you're not looking, like pretend you're watching, you know, keeping up with the Kardashians and then immediately right. turn around and just grab the dog and just go, no! And throw it down on the pads. They learn. Throw it or set it. Either way, you know, because you don't want to get shit on you. No. You can try know, and get it on your the, girlfriend, though. The very fact that I'm doing this is just so contrary to my character. You know, I, I kind of, I don't know what's happening to me.
4: Well, like I said, your your made-up persona. Maybe it's not fully made up, but it's a little bit...
3: You know, I don't know. Okay, it's so a little bit polished. But long story short, we ended up going to an, uh, a puppy adoption, like a puppy rescue. It was actually a beagle rescue, because I thought that a beagle would be a dog that I'd be less allergic to, because they have short hair. But beagles, yeah, I think
4: beagles have problems, though.
3: Beagles are fucked up, weird-shaped, oddly-shaped animals. I don't know if you ever noticed that. Plus, don't
4: that. they just have like mental issues and
3: inbreeding and all that? Or? They have massive heads, barrel-shaped bodies, little stubby legs, and they bray. You bray. Know, they bray like an ass. No, they yeah, kind of. It's just like a a long like braying bark. It's it's odd. And they're not, huh. they're not pleasant animals. And, it's and a
4: hound, right? It's a type of hound. Yeah,
3: they're like a kind of a hound. And the thing is, I was highly allergic to them. I actually broke out in hives even touching them. <laughs> like they're red dots all over my arms. I was like, I you know, I was like, see, this is why we can't get a dog.
4: It's like beagle aids.
3: Yeah, and and most you, you of don't dogs. Want
4: a, I don't think you want a purebred dog. That's my my incentive is just not to go with some purebred weird inbred no, this thing. is a rescue Dang. shelter
3: for mutts these are all okay. beagle mutts most of the dogs actually i would say it was called beagle mm-hmm. buddies but the majority of dogs there were pit bulls and chihuahuas i think that's oh, yeah. every dog at every rescue shelter in la is pitbulls well, and chihuahuas <laughs> <laughs> well i think chihuahuas <laughs> had like a resurgence of popularity when like the yeah.
4: late 90s but they've always been popular with but the Mexicans, yeah, and I, I just think <laughs> as well as the pit bulls are too. And yeah, the, and there's and the a lot of Mexicans in Los Angeles. Mexican Americans, whatever you want to call. I would them, say
3: Latinos. I would say eighty percent. Eighty percent of the dogs there were Chihuahuas and pit bulls, and we went to like three mm. shelters, and they all had Chihuahuas and pit bulls. But at this Beagle one that we went to in uh, El Monte, California, Beagles and Buddies, there's this little puppy area, and there's this cute little black and white dog. It just really just sitting there and looking cute and did her thing and jumped on its hind legs and licked my girlfriend's face. And so she was like, I want this. And I I tried. I kept arguing, like, you know, the whole, like, I don't want to pick up shit and... I'm going to be oh, the you, were, you, you
4: were at the, the adoption center, and you were still trying to argue against the point.
3: Yeah, I brought my wheelchair.:: Come on, man. I brought the wheelchair. <laughs> I had a blanket over my legs, and it's I was rolling way around beyond
4: the point of no return. once she sees an actual dog. I was
3: expressing my platitudes. Oh and my <laughs> and it, no, nothing happened. And then uh, yeah, you know, I, I, I think it was maybe just a look on her face, I could tell she really wanted it, and so I ended up spending 500 dollars for a rescue dog.
4: Well, yeah, you got to get all the medical treatments and all that stuff. Yeah, you know, they
3: have to spay it and give it shots, and yeah. You know, so we bring we bring the dog back here, and so now, um, now I'm in one of those annoying Caucasian dog couples. Markley. an annoying <laughs> Caucasian dog that sounds couple. sounds a little
4: racist about against Caucasians.
3: But that's how it is. White people, I think white people are the only culture. You know, I was reading on the, You know that website stuff white people like. They have, actually have an entry about dogs because yeah. white people. Love dogs on an entirely different level than all other cultures. Eh, I, I mean, so this sure. is a generalization, but I think it's it's true. A lot of people, a lot of people in the in the white community, a lot of Caucasians, feel that getting a dog is considered training for having children. That's another thing I was worried about. That's true. We that's another,
4: still should be worried.
3: You know, actually, I'm not, and that's one thing that's proven to uh, my girlfriend and I. We're just like, you know what? This is way too much work. This is almost too much work for us. Mm.
2: Running we around. We got
3: the dog. Dude, I couldn't imagine trying to wait for the kid to, like, arch its back and shit its diaper and then grabbing him, you know, and screaming at him before, you know, and then throwing him on the pad, the puppy. It's just too hard with a human baby.
4: Right, right. But this is why they call it a practice kid. Like, if, no. you ha- if, you go to the, if you go to the batting cage and practice hitting home runs, you don't hit one ball and then go out and hit a home run. You sit in the batting cage for like, you know, maybe go every weekend with your buddies for a couple months, <laughs> and then you go out and hit the home run. You can't
3: put a human child in a cage and leave it there for six hours while you go Have out. Have you ever seen a crib before <laughs> or a playpen? But you can't leave it unattended. I mean, okay. we can stick that puppy in our crate. You know, we can crate train the puppy and just stick it in there and give it a toy or some meat or something, and then we'll sit in there for six hours, and it's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, uh, white people do believe that dogs have human emotions and are capable of loving certain TV shows.
4: TV shows, huh?
3: Have you, have you seen that? Have you seen like, uh yeah, have you, have you talked to white dog owners who say, oh, my God, my dog loves watching this TV show with me?
4: Uh, I do know of a dog owner who says that their dog likes watching Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> not cuz of the gay sex <laughs> but because the dog somehow Is that dog likes named the... Boy George?
3: Is that your dog, no, Wackerly? Think... No, I don't have a dog.
4: Uh I'm not an insane maniac like you with a dog, but uh they say it's the horse uh, Are there sheep or something that the dog thinks are other dogs. Isn't that what they're Is Isn't a... that what they're herding sheep? Yeah, I mean
3: that, that could Broke be. Back yeah, I guess...
4: I know you've seen it like 5 or 6
3: times. Are they I thought they were herding cows. Is it sheep? Maybe it was or goats I think it's or something? sheep.
4: I think it's sheep. There's a lot of sheep running around, and the dog likes to watch the sheep.
3: Yeah, I don't know if uh, – you know, I've, I haven't noticed that. I, I don't see our dog doing much much more than just sleep and shit and eat my things or chew up my things. So I, mm. I don't really know if I've noticed that about TV. But I also don't want to be one of those people who constantly talk about their dogs. So mm. this, this is an intro about our dogs, but Wackily, if you hear me bringing up little dog anecdotes here and there. Okay. Or, or the worst <laughs> is – I'm going to hold you to why, this. Why my dog is so special and so unique, which mm. people do with their children, their human children too. But in particular, I don't hear so many dogs, people doing it with dogs. I don't think people always Maybe. talk about their story, especially people who don't have human children, because then that's all they have—that's their child, their fur demon, demon spawn right, right there. You know, I, I'll talk about how pissed off I am at the dog, but I'm not going to sit here and talk about, oh, this is what the dog, what I did with the dog the other day, or this is with the dog. I don't want to be that annoying, obnoxious. Caucasian couple with the dog, right? Okay, no, no, no. The, the I still land... think
4: lots of races do this. I think you know what I think it is more than white people. I think it's probably an American thing. I bet you people in I bet you other in countries, especially like China or something, they really I... well they're eating the dog there. But like another country where they have dogs, they don't. Like really, you pay that attention to? Yeah,
3: China, and I think you should take Asia out of that dog equation.
4: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's a whole different situation.
3: I mean, in in countries where dog would not end up on the menu, I think they do treat their dogs like special humans until they actually do have real humans. I don't. I, I have a theory. You know, this is my final point here about all this. I have a theory about why my girlfriend wanted to get that dog. I mean, I know she she wanted it because she loves the dog, and she wanted something to love and take after or look after, and you know, go for walks and stuff like that, companionship kind of thing. Um, Maybe also it probably makes me less annoying to be around because there's a cute thing, you know, in the house that you can look at. Uh, But I think the main reason why she wanted the dog is so I can't masturbate all day because I work from home.
4: That is a problem. I've worked from home before. And I don't have any prevention.
3: I know exactly, but I think this is it. Because you want to know why? Because I've noticed this. The dog... Dogs are pack animals, Wackerly. They like to be in the pack, so they want to be around their, you know, their masters or their owners. So little George Michael will come in the room and she'll sit on the ground, like right by my my office chair. And you know, Uh I masturbate in front of my computer, and there's a dog in the room, and you can't masturbate when there's an animal looking at you. Oh, I can. (laughs) That's disgusting.
4: No it's not. It's
3: completely distract <laughs> you can okay if an animal is Dogs sitting there have, staring at you They don't have shame.
4: They don't feel sh- sh- like shame by Humans proxy. Humans feel for shame. You. Yeah, but why you, why you are you're 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 not embarrassed on
3: something that doesn't feel shame or doesn't understand shame. Masturbation is a solo activity, accurately. What if you got Okay, I'm well, not okay. saying you should participate with a dog. That would be animal rape. Yeah, but it might happen inadvertently. You never know with oh, the animals. Jesus. That's that's the thing that bothers me. I'm a very fastidious masturbator. It takes any of the slightest little change or difference in routine, or a guy, you know, in the in the porno I'm watching, says something stupid and it distracts me. I'm done. My boner's oh, you're gone. Like a chick. No, I'm just saying I'm a fastidious that's masturbator. That's
4: masturbate. They've got to like have the candles going and they everything's got to be fucking planned out.
3: The setting has to be right. You know, the setting, the the location the timing so you, everything has to be right and that dog throws a wrench in all of it because the dog's sitting there looking at me what if you take the
4: dog and you put it outside and be, shut the, the door
3: she scratches on the door scratches on the door to get in here and to get into my office and then she's sitting there and then I'm like jerk it off you know the chair's moving she thinks I'm playing she's jumping on my leg next thing you know my semen's going to get all over her fur and now I'm like i i probably committed some kind of form of bestiality that's disgusting
4: why is the chair moving
3: because it's got wheels you know how, it's, how
4: this isn't. A, this isn't like you're not going
3: for the Olympic masturbation games. I'm not. How, chi- how hardy?
4: How vigorously <laughs> are you beating off on a daily it's, basis? It's
3: not vigorously. The, the chair makes slight movements. Dog looks at you. Your hands going up and down. Your dog's like, "What's he doing up there? He's playing." And you know, dog. are you, you're I was, I'm wondering the same thing. What are you doing where the chair is gyrating about? It's not gyrating about. There's movement of the chair. Any movement excites an animal.
4: Okay, that's. All I, I I'm mean, saying. I, I can. In, in all my years of masturbating, I've gotten it down to a pretty efficient motion, uh, and you can not, do it I'm with an animal staring at you. Yeah, and it doesn't. But okay, I've if, done it. I used to cats. With cats, you have to wonder. You do have to keep an eye on them because they might like bring out the claws and decide they want to jump up and claw your testicles, which could become. Problem. i don't think
3: i don't think you should be naked in front of an animal
4: you don't even see you don't even, you don't even well this brings up a bigger point because i was gonna ask you know you, you clearly have gotten this dog and you've made a big sacrifice and it's something your girlfriend wanted so i was gonna ask you if you'd gotten any special sexual favors out of this but now i wonder how how can you have sex with your girlfriend in the apartment when the dog is there
3: because aren't don't you have all these same problems that's another huge issue but actually you know what we do we do about that is we stick in its cage and uh move it to the other room <laughs> and and i but you know i guess i could do the same thing when i masturbate but that that just means that it's, it's like an extra step yeah an extra step it's it's not you know how like when you usually when you're masturbating at home you're just kind of like oh, oh wow porn Cool. It's right. This website. i gonna jerk it's off. An right Im- now. It's
4: an impulse activity. Totally. Like it's an impulse water.
3: thing. And now it's like, well, I got to plan my masturbation routine. I got to hide the dog in its crate and trick it to get inside with a treat. And then now it's like a planned, organized activity, and I'm less likely to do it. So I guess for and then when worked. you're
4: when you're feeling the post wank
3: shame, then you got to go let the dog out.
4: I can see how that would be problematic. And then
3: the dog looks at you like, I know what you did. I know what you did in there. You sick fuck. Yeah, for sure. It's terrible. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm a dog owner now. The the, the dog is cute. I'll post a picture of it and I'll put it on the, the website and you can look at it and you can say, oh my God, your dog is cute. Is that, or, is that a good idea? Why? What do you think someone's going to dog my dog? Well, no,
4: but like if you did, like God forbid, if you did have a little child, like a little girl, would you put her picture
3: up on the website? Well, it's a dog, not a child. I know, and, but you just
4: don't know what the sexual deviants are going to be doing with pictures of your dog. Yeah, actually, I don't.
3: But you know what? Wackly, I can say one thing. The one thing that 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 I've learned from all this dog owning and everything, I need to get a vasectomy. That's it. <laughs> I
4: think I think that you're putting the picture of the dog up because you want to garner more attention from the female listeners than I get.
3: You can borrow. You can. You know, right now it's a puppy. And we're bringing it up to uh, San Francisco when we're there for Christmas. You can take that puppy. We'll go to Hooters and you'll see how much attention you get.
4: I'm not going to who You're going to get go free, free hot else. wings.
3: <laughs> 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 oh, free hot wings sounds good. People, this is episode 307 here Sick and Wrong. Quick recap of last week's show. We did two listener stories. Uh, one was about a French washing machine punishment. Um, the second one was about uh, some guys, just some guys, some friends, just playing a game of Okie Cookie. You know, great good way bros. to pass the time. Just some bros. Yeah. Bros playing some mookie Cookie. Also called the Soggy Biscuit, which we didn't even bring up.
4: You know that? I didn't think it really needed
3: to be, to be mentioned. I kind of like that term, Soggy Biscuit. It's the same thing. It is exactly the same. I mean, the, the rules of the game are exactly the same. It's just the names are a little bit different. Uh, the story I mean, that it
4: could be, it could be anything. I mean, it could be like the spermed the salami, the
3: <laughs> the jizz, <laughs> yeah, but, but it's jolly rancher. Be,
4: it's just you know, there's cum on something, and
3: you have to eat it. It's pretty. Yeah, it's you know, it's pretty much. It the could idea just be. It could be called game. cum
4: in a cup. It wouldn't have to be anything. You would have to eat. You know, wack. No, su- there's no
3: substrate. You know, wack. You know, I, it goes without saying that we probably don't have the most intelligent listening audience out there, but I think they could figure out how to play this game. Best I'm
2: just.
4: they might not be <laughs> imaginative enough to think of all the variations that I could think of that's what I'm trying to point out you ever do it on a ho ho yeah but what would you, you see it's gotta be like a alliterative name see so that to be like heave ho on the ho ho or
3: something <laughs> I don't know we'll work on that anyway the, the yeah. story that won episode 306 was the ookie cookie story so congratulations listener two. Uh, you won episode 306. People, the way uh, Sick and Wrong works, Wacken and I present the most disturbing news items of the week here on the show. Audience votes, and a winner gets a sick and wrong care package. Keep in mind that you got to email me to claim your care package. I'm not going to go after you because I don't even remember the stories from the week before. So l- no. little do I remember your name for sending that a- that story in. Uh, you can submit your story to sick and wrong podcast, com, or Facebook, or Twitter, or even the Sick and Wrong Forum. Well, actually, before we get to the stories here for this week's show, here's a word from our sponsor, Audible.com.
0: Audible.com is the internet's leading provider of spoken audio entertainment. With over 75,000 titles to choose from, Audible has it covered. Get a free audiobook download when you sign up for a free trial. Go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash diddle and get your free audiobook today. So, the
3: first listener submission here was sent via Facebook uh, from a guy named Rob. Uh, Rob says, Here's the official sick and wrong quote from this story You are not as attractive at. Your... <laughs> God, I can't even speak tonight. You are not as attractive as the women I see in the gym. And then this is his ad lib. So I'm going to bury you alive in a cardboard box. That's from Rob, 34 years of age, business analyst, UK. Business analyst? Business analyst. La-dee-da. I know. I don't even know what that is. I don't know, but it sounds impressive. It's an impressive side. It does.
4: sounds like he probably gets lots of coke.
3: Sounds very one percenter, if you ask me. Right. Yeah. A uh, woman escaped after being tied up and buried in a box. Michalina Lewandowska, 27 years old, said she prayed to God as she struggled to release herself. She said, "I prayed to
4: my God." She as she tried to that, release.
3: <laughs> she said <laughs> she'd been placed in a box by her partner after he had attacked her with a taser at their home in Huddersfield, and bound and gagged her with tape. Marcin Kaspraczak, 25, with whom she has a three-year-old son, is on trial with another man, Patrick Boris, 18, who is being charged with attempted murder. There's three women in this story. How'd that happen? No, there's two. She's married to Marcin, his friend. Oh, sorry, two women and one dude. Patrick. Two two men and one woman.
4: Oh, Marcin is a man? Marcin,
3: or Marcin. He was married to Michalina, and then, uh, and they have a three-year-old <laughs> <Got> son.
4: <it. coughs> Sorry, one more. <laughs>
0: okay.
3: Marcin Already. was married to Michelina and they have a three-year-old son. And Marcin must have recruited his friend Patrick here to uh, help him murder his wife. Apparently, they place her in the boot of a car. And drove her to a wooded area near Huddersfield, where the box was buried in a shallow grave with a tree branch placed on top. Ooh, a branch. Lewandowska managed to escape from her shallow grave and flagged down a passing motorist. A Lewandowska is Polish, and she spoke through an interpreter when she says, I thought about my ring, that I could take it off my finger and try to cut through the tape with it. So, she, so I cut the tape from my legs with this ring. I put the ring back on my finger, then I put my whole hand through the opening of the box. So she's buried alive, and she takes this ring, gets through her her tape bounds, tape binds, and then starts, I guess, just kind of tearing the box apart, as she struggled to break free. Whoa. She says, I was trying to estimate how much soil was in the box, and I think it was about 10 centimeters. It could have been more. Hmm. Um. I put the tape from my face onto my legs and started to tear the box apart. I was focusing on the hole I had just made. I took my head out from the box of the hole, and at that point, the soil was getting in. It was not easy, but I kept struggling with it. There's only 10 centimeters of dirt.
4: Mm, well, she thinks 10 centimeters. What? One decimeter?
3: But 10 centimeters dirt? is not even half a foot. <clears throat> it is, well,
4: yeah, it is about half a foot. Yeah, like six inches. I'm picturing the like, scene...
3: The scene from Kill Bill, remember when Uma Thurman's character was buried like six feet in the ground, had to use that, like, you know, kung fu finger move technique to bash through the wind the, the wooden coffin. Yes, you're going to remind me right? that I thought that movie was so ridiculous. <laughs> but, it, it was ridiculous. But that I mean, that is a scary burial. This. Well, when people I mean, say, you say that you that stick your bari- fo- foot right through the, that, the hole in the sand, 10 centimeters.
4: Right, but you don't have a lot of room to get get uh, leverage with your foot. It's not like you can take a running kick at the 10 centimeters of dirt because you're in a restricted, small, tight area.
3: Perhaps if you're a little person, this might be difficult. Uh-oh. If she's, she's a, a dwarf,
4: Polish. Uh, did you? I noticed when I was in London that uh, there are a lot of Polish people there who work at the hotels. They're like economic immigrants who come to probably. London, yeah, to work at. Well, I think that a lot of them are actually
3: Polish. That was one of the things that I felt felt most jarring about Europe is when we were in you know the Czech Republic and in Germany. It was like, there are white people cleaning hotel rooms. Yeah, it is this crazy. Is <clears throat> this is bizarre. This is absolutely... There's a white person working at the subway. Yeah. That, I've never seen this before. In the Midwest. In the Midwest, you can't. Not, not but, on the coast. Know, but after living in a city, like in an urban environment, it's like you'd never right. see that. It was, it was definitely strange. But yeah, I noticed a lot of Eastern Europeans... When we were in, you know, in London and in, uh, and in Germany, you'd have a lot of Eastern Europeans that would work at the hotels. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's where he found her, but... I, they don't. Well, they he don't sounds s-
4: Polish also. They probably both work at the hotel.
3: Well, they don't say here whether or not uh, she was a little person. Mm-hmm. I think she might have worked at a circus.
4: When you, are you saying a little person or a midget?
3: It's, you know, little person's the PC of way of saying midget. Midget's but actually offensive But this is the problem with term PC.
4: There are, there are little people. Like, you know, littler, like a small, a short person. Yes. Well, then
3: I would have said a short woman or a tiny woman. This is a little okay. person. This is like no, a dwarf. No, I think
4: she's normal size. They would mention it if she was a midget. Well, then, then if she was a
3: midget, it would make more sense that this would be a, you know, a difficult task for her to escape.
4: Oh, I don't know. Have you seen those midgets' legs? They're very powerful and stumpy. That's exactly what you would want, because the midget could get a running start in that small, confined area.
3: Well, she managed to get out of the box. She says, I got half my body out. I was lying on the ground. I was talking to myself. Keep going. She said she could hear music from a nearby pub as she stumbled down the road and stopped a passing motorist who took her home and uh, called the police.
4: If my girlfriend... Uh, knocked me out with a taser and taped my mouth and bound my hands and buried me into the ground and i got out the first thing out of my i wouldn't be talking to myself unless you count me saying
0: that fucking cunt i'm gonna fucking
3: kill her <laughs> that'd be the first thing i'd be saying upon emerging from the shallow grave um, she claims that when she was in the car being driven by her husband, she could hear the radio on loudly and the conversation of Marcin and Patrick. But the problem was she couldn't make out what they were saying. She said she heard digging when she was put in the box and then soil being placed on top of the box. That and that would have freaked me out. Oh, yeah. Even though it was 10 centimeters, not that much soil, just the sound of the you soil burying you.
4: There's, there's different weights of soil also, you know. There's, like, heavy clay...
3: Light loam. But this was just, just this was just, <laughs> this was just soil in the forest somewhere out, out in the, you know, I'd be, i personally, I, I feel that these two guys, well, I'll get to this at the end, but I think these two guys need some practice in, uh, burying a woman and in, in hiding a corpse.
4: Clearly. I mean, clearly just the results speak for themselves. She yeah. got out.
3: He, uh, she says here that he was putting the soil on top of me. I wanted to reply. I wanted to put my two fingers through the hole, but I was afraid if he could see it, he may break my fingers with a shovel. She should have just stuck her middle finger through the hole. Right. That would have been great. Um, Apparently, the relationship had been on the rocks for a while, ever since the birth of the child. See, that's why you don't want a child, and that's why you don't need a dog in your relationship. Uh, In a nutshell, this is a case about a young man who got bored with his partner, says the prosecuting attorney, and he decided to get rid of her. The jury, huh. was, the jury was told that uh, Marcin Kasperzak told his partner that she wasn't as good-looking as the girls that he saw at the gym. Uh-huh. The wandering eye. Well, you know, it probably makes sense, though, because that's why men go to gyms. You don't tell your woman this. You, you go to the gym be, to fill up, to replenish the wank bank. That's why men go to gyms and strip clubs.
2: Not necessarily to get
4: laid. Clearly, he thinks he's going to get some. He's going to upgrade, though. He thinks he's actually not going to just wank. He thinks he's going to make a move, which is
3: probably delusional in his dirty, deluded Pollock mind. I think he felt that yeah, he was going to go in there and impress one of these hot birds he saw at the gym. Most guys
4: I know who are in a relationship, um, and I guess it's just it's it's you know good for the guys I know. The girl is hotter than the guy. Almost always. Almost, almost every relationship I, you know, that I, in my circle of acquaintances. So I tend to think that maybe that's how it is almost all the time. So it's just the guys, when they think they're going to
3: upgrade, I, are almost always deluding themselves. I think, you know what, I think this guy's been in a relationship for a long time. I think his, uh, maybe his ego is inflated by his buddy. Maybe a girl smiled at him at the gym. Right, she probably just had gas. Yeah, it's exactly yeah, gas and forced out a fart or something, and then, yeah, I mean, know, she sort like of a made a
4: grimace face, and she, he thought that she was like giving him the old come on,"
3: but you don't go back to your wife and say you're not as good looking as the girls I just saw at the gym,
4: and then you didn't Ness is definitely don't bury her alive after you say that.
3: Well. Right? Apparently, uh, they they had a good relationship in the beginning, but things started to change and she became pregnant. Um, The jury was told that he said one way or another, Michelina should be got out of the way. And then the idea Mm -hmm. developed into him thinking that the only way of getting rid of her would be to kill her. Apparently, divorce is completely out of the question. Who would have ever thought of that?
4: Plus, he's still going to have to take care of the kid if he kills her, for sure. If they get a divorce, he might be able to pawn the kid off.
3: Yeah, it, it just doesn't even make sense. Um, apparently he went out, bought a 300,000-volt taser, and he recruited his friend Boris for help, and, uh, yeah, both are being charged with attempted murder. Both.
4: I love I love that he has a friend who's just totally down with it. <laughs> he, just not uh, even hey, arguing uh, with him. Hey, Boris, you would like to help me, uh, knock out and bury my wife alive? Yeah, yeah, sure, why not? We get beer, no?
3: <laughs> yeah, it's just like, uh, you know, I'll buy an extra fifth of vodka, just come on, dude need your help here. I, th- I, I don't
4: I, even need the vodka. It's fine. Let's I think the moral of
3: this it. story is don't hire a Polish hitman. I don't know. I, I just don't feel that the, the Poles are good at disposing of corpses.
4: Well, these Poles. I mean, this is, you're making the classic mistake of stereotyping an entire race based on the activity of two of the members.
3: I'm just saying, I don't know. If, if I had the choice of a German hitman or a Polish hitman, I would go with the former.
4: Well... We know the Germans are good at burying people up. I mean, they'll keep, they'll keep a, a daughter in a dungeon for like 16 years and like impregnate her 15 or 16 times and nobody will be the wiser. And then yeah. she's
3: not getting out. And it's a long time, exactly. Yeah, I think it's 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 also, this story also highlights the problem with mail-order brides. You can't return them. You know, Can you?
4: That'd be good. That'd be, if I were looking for a mail-order bride agency... You know, the one would stand out if it said that they had a return policy. If they like had a return policy after a year, policy. if you aren't satisfied.
3: So on the sick and wrong star scale, Wackerly. I mean, this guy could have just got a divorce. He could have uh, nullified their marriage. He Could have broken up with her, given up child custody, and then went on just and split. struck out you, you completely just, with the birds <laughs> could have at the gym. Just split also. He could have and just left just a
4: deadbeat runaway dad. That's all the a fact
3: move. that he hatched up this plan to dispose of his wife. And that this plan was completely just full of holes and problems and uh, just wasn't well thought out at all.
4: Well, it just wasn't successful.
3: It wasn't successful, number one, but it just, I mean, the, the execution of it is just completely flawed. I'm going to give this a four star. Four sick and wrong stars.
4: I'm giving it a five. You, you, don't, I, you, know, you don't detract from the score because the participants are incompetent. It's still horrible.
3: It's a horrible thing that they did. But I just feel that if it was if they're competent and they actually succeeded in it, it would raise my score. Because i be like, well, nev- they, but they, then they, we would have never found out about it. So it's a catch-22, isn't it? We might have found out about it. They might have found the corpse and then, you know, used CSI technology to figure out who did it. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I'm giving not, it 4 though.
4: stars. The, the Huddersfield CSI. <laughs> CSI <laughs> Huddersfield. <laughs> oh boy okay uh yeah far for me to tell you what to score it what do you have here for episode three i have one from craig glover do we i guess we do use full names huh (laughs) craig whatever you do yeah I think he's from New Zealand, because that's where the story's from, but I didn't really look into it too much. He says, you don't want to mess with this chick.
3: So this is no relation to Crispin.
4: Crispin Glover. Maybe.
3: You never know.
4: Hmm.
3: Danny? Is I mean, Danny,
4: Danny related really to Crispin? I think they're all one big family. There used to be a drugstore chain in my hometown called Glover's, but it is no longer around, because you know the Walmarts and the CVSs of the world have undercut their business.
3: Yeah, you know, with a name like that it doesn't work for a drugstore chain. Condo manufacturer, yes. <laughs> drugstore chain, no. A glove manufacturer.
4: That would be a good one. Gloves, gloves. Too obvious, gloves.
3: But yeah, I guess. <laughs>
4: all right. Caleb Wynn and stacy Anderson's nine year relationship ended on December eighteenth, two thousand ten. This should be the Valentine's Day show. I think you're yeah, no, doing these stories too early. Yeah. <laughs> relationships ending badly. Remember but that think concept about, on Remember that concept for the Valentine's Day show we should do all
3: stories about relationship.
4: bad relationships.
3: But people think about relationships and, you know, people want to get sentimental around the holidays, but then they, That's true. you know, become introspective and realize god my life sucks.
4: Plus it's good to break up before the holidays cuz you can get out of buying all those gifts. Exactly. Save a, a lot of money. money. Saver. Save big a lot money of money. Saver. Are you sure you're non Jewish? All those stupid Christmas parties. <laughs> you know, you still have to go to yours, but then you don't have to go to her work Christmas party, which is just a God's end. Exactly. Well, Stacy Anderson said that when raped her the night they broke up, which is a pretty cool breakup move in my opinion. You know? We're breaking up and I'm going to put it in your ass. No no, yeah, I don't yeah. care if you're okay with it. I don't care if you're okay with it. I'm bigger. No, that's that this. definitely seals the deal. He actually disputes that he says, and this must be a New Zealand's kind of like Australia. And I think, you know, Australia's kind of
3: freewheeling.
4: Like they don't, they're, they they do not stand on formality or sobriety.
3: Well, it's cause and their members, so, their members of parliament drank like six fosters before they made any laws.
4: Um, well, I kind of picture this is how a breakup would happen in Australia and, you know, also New Zealand. Although I know they don't like to be compared to each other. Uh, so what Wynn says is that Caleb Wynn, the guy, said he would move out of he was gonna move out of their Henderson home, where I guess which is the town. And the pair had a few drinks. You know, they're breaking up. This is the big breakup conversation. Wanna have a few drinks, make it Can't a little easier.
3: Can't do something like
4: that sober. No, you gotta have lu- lubricate the tongue and the feelings and the emotions. They Loser's started talking about the good times they had shared. Then they went to bed together and had consensual sex three times, going outside for cigarettes between the porking. Okay, okay. He said.
3: This is his, right. so this is his side of the story.
4: This is his side of the story, and, well, by the end of the story, maybe you'll agree with me that he's probably telling the truth, because maybe there's evidence that his side of the story is correct. Okay, I'm picturing her
3: side of the story, she's tied up while this consensual sex is going on, maybe gagged. And then the cigarette break, he picked her up in the chair, took her outside, and put the cigarette in her mouth? Nope,
4: nope. Let me move on here. So he was in bed. He makes a mistake. Classic guy mistake. So he's thinking, oh, this is a pretty good breakup meeting. You know, we're fucking, we're drinking. I'm going to move out tomorrow. It's all good. So, But then he started talking about the new woman he had met. And that's when Stacy's mood started to change. The last time I came back to it's bed, not I idea. noticed some t- so he came back to bed after his last cigarette and he noticed some tools under the bed. Uh there were two hammers, a screwdriver, and a big black knife that Anderson had under her pillow. <laughs> I didn't say anything about them. I wondered what they were doing there though, he said, adding that he then fell asleep. <laughs> What are they drinking? What are they drinking in New Zealand? Wait, so he good? saw
3: these weapons under the bed. Well, tools, Had no idea tools. that they weren't there before, and then he just went to bed. He was just like, he ah, just you feel, know well,
4: what? he'd had a lot of whatever New Zealand's New Zealanders drink instead of Foster's. Santa but, put them
3: there. I'm going go to go to sleep now. he just had sex now.
4: three times. It's hard to stay awake after you just had sex three times. I don't care who you are or what time it is. It could be the I'm, middle I'm of the day. I'm amazed that this relationship
3: off. would be ending when they have sex three times in one night.
4: Well, come on, you know relationships aren't all about sex. There's yeah, other I mean, there's stuff, still some passion there, that's for sure. There's passion, but you can be in a good sexual relationship that has emotional and communication issues, right? No, it's true. It's true. I don't want to turn this into Doctor Drew or anything, but <laughs> some of our listeners might not realize this. I would rather be in that relationship than the good emotional communication
3: relationship where the sex sucks. That's yeah, and I bad. mean, at least this guy's getting laid when he breaks up.
4: Right. So the next thing he remembers is being woken up. I noticed that I was being stabbed in the back of the head, (laughs) he told the court. A second stab wound in the face went through his cheek and bounced off his teeth.
3: (laughs) All right, all right. You know what? I don't care how good the sex is. I don't want to be in this relationship.
4: It's not worth that. You might as well just go pay a prostitute.
3: Psycho hose beast. Stabbed in the face and the neck. Psycho hose beast. Shortly after, so then
4: he gets up, he's running around, you know he's got these screwdriver stab wounds through his face and neck. Uh, he thought he'd, she got, he thought that she'd got him through the jugular because he was bleeding so much, but he made it to the kitchen where the woman confronted him with a hammer in each hand.
2: And Jesus. I love this because it's sort of a she's late like female hitting detail.
4: Yeah Well, he only has one hammer. she's like twice as badass as Thor,
3: she he like said he swept her around? good
4: leg out. And the, the article finally mentions Anderson wears a prosthetic, prosthetic leg, so she's like a pirate.
3: <laughs> was there a voice in the back going, sweep the leg, sweep the sweep leg. Sweep the leg, Johnny. Sweep the leg, mate. Uh, it was Paul he took Hogan.
4: Ha- Once he knocked her, uh, her actual non-amputated leg out, she obviously fell down. It's hard to balance on just your peg. Uh, he took the hammers off her and threw them outside. Police came and, uh, the police say that she told them at, at the scene that all that was going on and, uh, that all that was going through her mind was, I'm gonna kill you. I want you dead. Um, but also, <laughs> so they took her into custody and then, uh, he the guy was also arrested cuz he was uh breaking his bail. <laughs> he he was supposed to be uh, in court and he and he skipped bail so they took him in also. The defense lawyer for this woman says that Anderson was the victim and that the guy Wynn was a terrible husband and that he was the assailant. Although I mean he's got these stab wounds and I'm assuming that there's not much marks on her body, although he did kick her good leg out. It,
3: it seems kind of one-sided here, but, uh, you know, I, th- I think this is a, the trials and tribulations of a Bogan relationship. You remember the term Bogan? No. I think that's the, the Australian term, the Aussie term for white trash, and uh, oh, yes. it probably applies to Kiwis as well, but this is definitely, like a, I bet you this is commonplace in the Bogan household.
4: Yeah, yeah, I believe. I mean, just not all it's people. It's an episode who have of fucking cops, limb. dude. <laughs> and he's out on bail, and she's got all these tools, and they're drinking lots of beers and alcohol when the, during their breakup. It sounds like a kind of white, trashy, chavy, bogany type This of
3: thing happens there. like three times a night in Florida. Yeah. You know, in Jacksonville, sure. Florida, three times a night. Like well, i don't is.
4: I don't know if you know people are having screwdrivers stabbed through their cheek and bouncing off their
3: teeth, but there might be implements smashing each other's face and when they try to break up with each other
4: Well, I think this is a pretty egregious example I just think, I feel like you're trying to downplay my
3: story here i'm, I'm not'm not I'm not trying to devalue your story in any way. I'm just saying that uh okay, you know what in the Kiwi world like in New Zealand where there's like what population three hundred. Yeah, this is a huge deal because it's the but you know in Florida, which is probably the, has a larger population than the entire country in New Zealand, this happens every Saturday night. All right, I am trying to devalue your
2: story in the
4: trailers.
2: <laughs>
4: I wonder what I wonder where the Florida of New Zealand is. It's probably just some part of Auckland. Just everybody lives there, right? Or Adelaide? Yeah. Isn't
3: Adelaide? Well, that's
2: Adelaide. Adelaide's
4: Australia. Australia the right? Florida
3: of Australia is Adelaide, though. Okay, maybe I don't know. So what ended up happening? They're they're both in, in incarcerated. They're both, here? In,
4: they're both in jail. Although he's only in jail for some previous skipping of bail. She's in
3: jail for this assault. She's in jail. Although, for although her
4: defense lawyer is trying to sort of turn the tables and say that he was the aggressor.
3: I and do like I, that shit. I do like the mental image of uh, her spinning the hammers around and then like facing off with each other before the combat um yes it would make a great film they have a picture because i'm not thinking either one is attractive in any way
4: i'm thinking maybe you know kind of hot white trash amputee i am thinking that she's pretty hot (laughs) (laughs) remember romeo is bleeding who's that chick with the one arm
3: i don't think this is heather mills here maybe (laughs) is that what her name was heather mills no yeah the paul mccartney's lady
4: oh no i'm talking about the one in romeo is
3: bleeding I have anyway. no idea. Anyway, I'm going to try
4: and find a picture before the day is over.
3: On the sick and wrong star scale, as I said, I think this is commonplace in Florida, but in New Zealand, it's a pretty huge deal, because this probably doesn't ever happen with the Maoris. I mean, the Maoris yeah. are kind of like uh, Native Americans, you know, they, they probably don't do that type of thing, but they <laughs> probably drink st- themselves a You're saying that scooper.
4: the Native Americans wouldn't do this type of
3: thing? With the
4: fire water problem, and the inhalants? And they would have had tomahawks,
3: not hammers. Sure. First of all, okay. okay. All sure right, you're know on the Zigarank Stars. Now, I'm not going to try to compare this story to America. I'm going to say, just for what happened, whether it was rape or the breakup, regardless, just waking up with your face being stabbed to the teeth with a screwdriver, that's a five star for me.
4: I think it is, too. Five. It's that's not the best part of waking up, as Folgers would say. Well,
3: especially, I mean, after you've had sex. You know, I know you've broken it off. You're like, okay, well in his mind, he's like, oh, that's going pretty well. We're mature adults. I've actually told her about my new lover and she accepted you know, she took this <laughs> See, information very I'm well. I'm
4: giving it a four point I'm giving it a four point five because he told about his new lover. That was just a dumb move.
3: Yeah, but I think in his mind, he felt, well, you know, I told her about my new lover, she accepted it, accepted the information, she processed processed that information, and uh we moved on. You know, had sex one more time, drank a couple more fosters. Next thing you know, he's waking up, and she's stabbing his face with a screwdriver. That's the worst <laughs> way to wake up. I'm going to give this five. I'm keeping it at five. People, right, give it 4.5. I think you shouldn't have mentioned the woman. People, you can decide who won episode 307 here. Go vote. Sickandwrongpodcast.com. Wankily, uh, yeah, we got a couple phone calls. Uh, maybe if we have time, some emails. Before we get to all that, here's a word from our
0: sponsor, admineve.com. Hey, kids, do you like sex toys? Yeah! then go to AdamandEve.com and make a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. You'll get 50% off your first item, three free adult DVDs, free shipping, and a gift so sensual I can't even mention it on this podcast about murder and bukkake. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, AdamandEve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E, like your uncle used to do to you.
3: Uh, Wackily, we got a number of phone calls here to the Sick and Wrong Hotline. 206-666-3846 is that number. So a couple weeks ago, we were talking about the lack of thoughtful thought experiments that we've been getting here on the show. I recall And we made a call out to people because we are like, you know what? We are sick and tired of doing these, what would you stick your dick in? What would you rather stick your dick in type of thought experiments? We, we, we made a call out to people saying, let's move beyond penetrating things with our penises and think of something a bit more cerebral. And so yeah. we received some calls here that uh, I think fit that criteria. So let's, let's cue up that second wrong thought experiment theme music.
0: road! Thought Experiment
3: So here's the first Thought Experiment
0: Hey, Thought Experiment Alright, this involves Sticking your dick into something but What? A-
3: God damn it You know, I thought we'd get beyond that may, may, Okay, you know what? I'm gonna give this guy the benefit of the doubt Let's keep going
0: Either or So, you're in a room uh, Full of glory holes uh, you're gonna stick your dick in one of these holes, and you're gonna. Get
3: so, in other words, you're at my brother's apartment.
0: <laughs> you're gonna get a blowjob, and you're gonna you're gonna bust a nut, uh, and you're gonna get video of it afterwards from both sides of the glory hole, and you're gonna see what happened. Well, obviously, one of these holes is gonna be a bad thing. It's gonna be it's gonna be Dean's brother. <laughs> Back there, giving you a blowjob. All the other bad for most are people, not for, for stars all. So my question is, how many holes do there have to be before you'll take a chance and stick your dick in one of them? Uh-huh.
2: They're gonna,
0: you're gonna find out afterwards what really happened, and you'll be guaranteed that the video will not find its way to the internet.
4: Oh, that's nice. That's a nice answer. I know that Lance's
0: answer already is exactly one hole and no more. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'd like to hear what you have to say.
4: This is a good one. (laughs) This is this isn't this isn't about like what grosses you out more. It's about your. It's really a question about your appetite for risk.
3: Well, you know what? I'd like to, I guess, raise the raise the stakes here. Is let's say by doing this by by venturing into this game you get a million dollars. So you can't just opt out and say no I don't even care if there's 50 holes because I won't get a million dollars. You know it's a you you can't opt out you have to do this
4: Yeah I don't like the addition of the money Well would you do it without The benefit is you're going to get to have sex with you know the porn star of your dreams or the starlet of your dreams unless you're very unlucky and you end up getting a blowjob from Jeffrey (laughs)
3: I'm just saying, I'd be more motivated to do it. Like if you, okay, let's just say in a, in reality here, let's say you went out to the bar the other night, and a friend of, if I was at the bar or a friend of yours is at the bar, is like, hey, dude. So there's this total room over here with a bunch of glory holes in it. You know, come over after there? You can get your dick sucked. But there's there's a chance that they're, you know, Dee's brother might be behind one of the holes.
4: No, and, no, 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 no. That's not the that's not the statement. D's brother is behind one of the holes. Okay, D's (laughs) brother, you know it. So why would you risk it? What you do is you ask him, "Well, how many holes are there?"
3: But why would you risk it? I'm saying I'd risk it if there was money involved. If there's no money, I'm not going to risk it. I'd be like, "Well, fuck it. I don't want to even take the chance of putting my dick in my brother's mouth." Let
4: me try and let me try and reframe it for you to make sense, and it's going to go step by step. Let's say your friend at the bar says, "Hey, dude, I know this room uh, over there." It's got four holes. All of them have hot chicks behind them. I mean, one is Mil- Mila Kunis. The other one's Scarlett Johansson. The other one is that porn slut that you like, Sasha Gray. And the other one is, uh, I don't know,
2: uh, who's, Megan who's our go-to?
4: <laughs> Megan Fox. Uh, yeah. There you're obviously going to be like, fuck yeah. Well, fuck yeah. Of course I would. So... Now he says, Oh, actually it's not four holes with those girls, it's five holes and one is your brother.
3: Well then I'd be like, I'm not gonna risk this.
4: You're not gonna risk it. Okay, now what if it was like a hundred holes? And it was a hundred different hot chicks that you like. I mean, it'd take us a long time to list a hundred like movie stars and girls from your past and whatever. There's a hundred holes and like then and no Jeffrey, you definitely say, like, fuck yeah. Well, like, of course I of would. One of these hundred chicks, I'm gonna go fuck. But then, but then he says, "Oh no, there's hundred and one holes, and one of the holes is Jeffrey."
3: I'm just what I'm saying. My point is, it's not worth the risk to me unless there's some money that was persuading me to do it.
4: What if it was a thousand holes? But then he says, "Oh fuck, wait, I forgot okay, to say well, a thousand it's a holes. thousand yes. and one yes. holes. A thousand holes. One is Jeffrey. But... So that's your answer is a thousand. It would have to be a thousand holes." So your appetite for risk is a one. It has to be greater than a one. I don't even. It's been so long since I took probability.
3: I think. But what I'm saying, you, is you be
4: have more to have a greater than 999 and a thousand chance before you'll take the risk.
3: It would be more interesting though if someone's like, "Well, I'll give you two thousand dollars, and there are only ten holes." But that's not the. That's not the question. <laughs> Yeah, but I'd be—I would have a smaller number. A,
4: now of, it's a like now. Now you're making it into like how much money am I willing to stick my dick in my brother's mouth for?
3: Yeah, but I'm saying is a smaller Which number of take the chance of sticking your dick into your brother's mouth. I'm saying that there there would be a smaller number of holes if there's money involved. If there's no money involved, then I guess I'm gonna have to say yeah, like a thousand holes.
4: That that says that's disturbing to me because that really what you're saying, really what you're telling me is that in your mind. You would, I mean, at some level, you'd stick your dick in your brother's mouth. You'd get a job from your brother for money. No, I would
3: be willing to risk the chance. I know, but if don't you see it's money. the same
4: thing? Don't you see? Well, the same okay, you thing? could say
3: that. You could say that. But I'm just saying that I would risk. I would take the risk of doing it if, if there was a substantial amount of money involved.
4: I think eight. You're no money. Say eight.
3: No money. Eight holes. See that 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 I couldn't do it without without that. I mean, maybe what are the
4: chances that you're gonna put it in the hole with Jeffrey? <laughs> Eight Ugh. holes seven of the women of your dreams
3: so what if you felt a little bit of a five o'clock scruff on no. the head of your cock <laughs> would you pull it out and then immediately? Can't...
4: first of all i'm gonna <laughs> smell the hole there's gonna be like a chain of cigarette smoke coming out of your brothers and i'm gonna listen and as soon as i stick my dick in if it's like oh, 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 it's go time i'm gonna know it's jeffrey i'm gonna pull it back out and go to the other hole
3: it's not that hard to find your brother behind a hole. You're like, That's this one saying. smells like Camel Lights and uh, Budweiser. And if and you, you listen, there's like sound of the Xbox going
4: on through the hole.
3: <laughs> Playing metal, all right, all right.
4: metal of Warfare or whatever the fuck.
3: Let's move on to... Uh, Eight this. holes. What,
4: so what is your... Well, we didn't get your answer as to definitively. A well, thousand. Okay, with, holes, no, with money, no money, I'm just
3: going to say a thousand holes. Man. It'd have to be a thousand holes. Do not
4: like to gamble.
3: Well, I, no, I do not want to risk having the mental trauma of having my brother suck my own cock. That's like I, just worse. Want,
4: to, I want to make sure we're getting the most efficient. That's worse than Sophocles. <laughs> not, I, mean, I don't I even mean, think there's a Greek sure tragedy. The way you profit is you maximize the amount of risk you're willing to take. So you say a thousand. You really? What about five hundred? Five hundred holes. Would you do I it for five hundred
3: holes? I'm saying thousand. thousand holes. If, if there's no money is involved, the, the minimum. But if there's like of fifty thousand dollars involved, then I'd be like, "Well, okay." But yeah, you're just, con- to do you entertain. see, you're
4: just confusing the
3: issue with the money. I'm just saying money would be a motivator for me to take more risk.
4: Sure, but we're to get the baseline apples. to I'm apples say in a we We're going the zero dollar route. Yeah, I'm going
3: to a say a thousand because I wouldn't want to even risk it. Holes. It's not worth a blowjob. What,
4: what if you took the room with a thousand holes and you still got your brother? <laughs> 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 I, I would kill myself.
3: I would be done. <laughs> can I, I would I have be the done tape if you
4: kill yourself. Can you give me the tape in your will?
3: <laughs> that would be that would be that would be the revenge my brother would have on me for all these years of ridicule and abuse I've given him for the past thirty six years. I don't Almost. think
4: your brother particularly wants to suck your cock.
3: No, but I think he would hold it over my head if he ever did. See, I have
4: another one. If you went into okay, this is a good question. And this is something that like a student of maths if you're in the UK, you call it maths. If you're in the US, you call it math. If you were like writing your mathematics dissertation, it could be about this. So you're willing to go into a room with a thousand holes, right? How many of the holes are you willing? Like, what if you stick your dick in the one hole and you're like, sweet, it's Megan Fox. And then you get to rest and have a cigarette and you're like, you know what? I'm still kind of horny. Do you try a
3: second hole? Um well now I probably wouldn't because that would already in well yeah, I wouldn't. Now
4: you got now you got hundred ninety nine to
3: one. But you know what you know it. it doesn't really matter? I was just thinking about this. It doesn't really matter if it's Megan Fox or Scarlett Johansson. You have no idea who lays who lies behind the hole.
4: You're gonna get the tape afterwards for hours of wanking enjoyment afterwards.
3: Oh I guess if you have the tape then you would know because they're both sides. Right.
4: And I think I have some level of connoisseurship that I could be like, that felt like Megan Fox's mouth around <laughs>
3: That's Megan Fox's technique And then you could go and would like, oh, that
4: so I look like Joe Has a little bit different Motion to her Head, head giving
3: Jeffrey's feeling A bit rough these days <laughs>
2: <laughs> so Alright here's our Second do, thought experiment you
4: know, One hole I guess One out of a thousand Who would have thought
0: uh, What's up sick and wrong I'm just uh, answering the call For your For your More thoughtful Thought experiments and mine is a theme on the toddler uh, toddler thought experiment, and that is, what is the maximum weight in animals you could take down in hand-to-hand combat? You can divide that weight up among any number of species you'd like. Like, you could try to take down, like, a hundred two-pound chihuahuas, or maybe, like, one 1,200-pound cow, just because they're fat and slow, and you might be able to hit it in the head and shit. But. All right, um, there you go. Keep it sick.
2: Hero. Hmm. hmm
3: hmm i don't
0: this
3: know about this one, one. <laughs> so this guy is saying this guy's saying what is the largest amount of weight in dead animals you could you could amass in hand-to-hand combat with the animal yeah,
4: you, you are making
3: them dead all right you're killing these animals but it's hand-to-hand there's no weapons involved no weapons
4: i i assume you have to be in their own environment like you can't put a whale in the middle of a parking lot and just wait for it to die. But how?
3: Okay. Yeah, well, how would you pull the whale out of the ocean?
4: Well, that's what I'm saying. You have to fight it in the ocean because that's where it lives and you can be on a level playing field. Like, you maybe have scuba gear on or just swimming.
3: All right. Well, I mean, I guess that makes sense, but I, don't, I still don't think you would be able to kill a whale. Like, I don't think you could swim in the ocean and just go kill a blue whale.
4: What if I just... Punch it in the eye <laughs> <laughs> million times, but then again, it or just is there like a
3: one-eyed whale? Is there a time frame? I mean, in a year, I could probably stomp on a shitload of rats.
4: I think it's to you know fight to the death, whether you it gets you or you get it. But and that, I think I think the rats are all coming at you at once. You can't—they don't come one at a time, like in a Bruce Lee movie.
3: So, how much do you think a chihuahua weighs? A pound?
4: No. Five to eight pounds a full-grown Chihuahua. So you're you really going to go big- with you really going to go with dogs, though. No, I mean, no. Dogs have some fighting ability in them, even
3: small ones. And they're small and they're fast. So and they you would tire yourself teeth. out. You have sharp teeth. But the, but do you really think you could take like a hippo? I mean, a hippo is a huge creature.
4: Well, hippos are notoriously vicious. They'd be at the bottom of my list.
3: Yeah, a hippo actually, hippos is, is one of the most dangerous animals in South Africa.
4: Right. So I'm not fighting a hippo.
3: No way. You know what I would do? This, was, this, I mean, this is all supposition, too, because I've never actually touched one of these. But I would feel, I think the one animal that I would go for would be a manatee. A Florida manatee. Because they kind of basically look like a fat chick in the water. Just an ugly fat chick in the water. They, they don't really have arms. They don't really have teeth.
4: Yeah, the no arms thing is a big advantage. I think I would
3: swim in the Florida canal or lagoon. And then right. I'd grab it, and I would shove its mouth shut and just drown the thing. And then just pull it ashore. And that thing's got to weigh at least 300 pounds.
4: Oh, yeah, a big one? Probably probably more like 800.
3: I, f- I feel like they're gentle creatures. I think I could fuck one of those up before I could fuck up a walrus.
4: Well, how about, why not two? You think one would give you trouble while the other you were drowning the other one? It's just going to sit there.
3: Yeah, they do kind of look like floating turds. All right, I would take on... <laughs> Two manatees before I'm tired. This
4: is another fun numbers game. Why not three?
3: Because I'd be tired after that. I think yeah. after holding probably two... probably does take a
4: little bit of muscle strength to hold the thing on
3: And to pull the thing on shore. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I bet don't you two... do necessarily have to pull it on shore. Well, push it's it. you in, in the water You'd beat it. You'd beat it. Yeah. So you could weigh right. it. So I, I'm going to say... I'm going to go for manatee.
4: I'm thinking... What does a giraffe weigh? <laughs> How would you kill a giraffe? Look, they're totally tall and spindly... You just, like, run full speed into one of its legs, and it's going to go down. You're going to snap its leg, first of all.
3: Here's a thought experiment.
4: And then I'm going to stomp on its head once it's on the ground. Here's a
3: thought experiment. How much would you pay for a video of Lance Wackerly trying to kill a giraffe? I'll (laughs) (laughs) do it if it's enough. (laughs) Dude, (laughs) I would pay probably around $10,000 to see that. Why?
4: Why do you think it's so— Do you think it's just going to be an awesome spectacle, or do you think I'm going to fail horribly?
3: Dude, those things would kick the shit out of you with their neck. They've whipped their necks their around neck. and whipped things. Yeah, dude. It's, <laughs> their their neck necks is are designed lightning for fast. for eating
4: leaves out of the top of a tree. And
3: for fighting. Did you ever see two male drafts going at it when they're fighting for their female draft?
4: I'm just saying they're very top-heavy, and I am short and compact compared to them.
3: I would pay a lot of money to see the video of you attempting to kill the draft.
4: I'm definitely not going... I mean, he was trying to lead us down the garden path of this, like, oh, I'll just something. fight, like, 3,000 rats. But I, I don't think that sounds very good at all.
3: I think it'd be too tiring. I think Or, like, can you
4: imagine fighting, like, 10,000, you know, ladybugs, trying to kill all those, like, stomping through this but big the way- fucking pool of lady- ladybugs? It would just be really gross, and they might just start eating you and get the upper hand, and that would be horrifying.
3: What about something like, you know, what about something like a jellyfish? No, jellyfish are gross. I don't want to go anywhere near it. But they, they weigh a lot, and you could just grab and they them. I don't, and just don't throw think they do weigh a lot. Why do you
4: think they weigh a lot? No, those things they're are
3: huge. I bet you they weigh like. Yeah, but they're mostly pounds. full of the
4: water that they're swimming in. It's I'm like just, a big
3: balloon. I bet you if you're just in the water and you're, you know, the je- jellyfish are in water that's probably waist length, you could just grab them and just whip them on shore. Yeah, but they, One right they after another. They have
4: stingers.
3: Wear a wetsuit.
4: You can't that's a that, that is equivalent of a weapon if you have some type of like
3: Protective f- armor.
4: electrically insulated wetsuit. Plus, what if the jellyfish tangle you up and you now you're now you're being dragged to the bottom of the ocean by fucking jellyfish? Also and they, horrifying. And they
3: they would incapacitate you with their stings. All right. Yeah.
4: Um, I mean, you're comparing that to some giraffe like nibbling at my hair trying to kill me. Come on. All right. All right. Here, I, I got it. I to fuck down out of a fucking giraffe and I'll take like
3: seven of them because when one's trying to get me, I'll
4: just <laughs> run between the legs of the
3: other one. I don't know what kind of like comical giraffe. Are you thinking of the giraffe in Madas- Madagascar that's scared of everybody?
4: I'm thinking of the giraffe that works at Toys R Us.
3: He's like a pussy. Jeffrey the giraffe. Yeah, I think he Jeffrey the like giraffe could still kick your ass. I don't know. No way. In fact, actually, I would pay five grand to see a video of you trying to kill that mascot. I think that'd be great.
4: I'll just, I'm gonna, It's almost Christmas. I'm going to go to Toys R Us and just beat the fuck out of the guy who's wearing the Jeffrey the giraffe outfit. And I'll tape it, and whoever wants to pay can PayPal me that money. Just promise you me you'll day.
3: wear a sick and wrong t-shirt. The quad <laughs> one. Of
0: course I will.
3: You know, people, this is exactly what we we're talking about when it comes to a thoughtful thought experiment. So please continue in this line of thinking and give us a call, 206-666-3846. And just, yeah, give us a thought-provoking thought experiment. That's all it is. That's all we ask for. Not, would you rather stick your dick in a watermelon or a tomato?
4: You know, I think I think there's a new show on the BBC called Would You Rather that just started
3: like this past week or something. Nah, you got to be kidding me. You know what? They no, stole from us. I think us? they
4: stole the idea from us. We're very okay. popular in the United Kingdom. We Great certainly Britain.
3: are. We certainly are. Well, we're kind of running out of time here for emails, but um, uh, the Sick and Wrong Forum, you know, I got an email from Kitty. Kitty did email. Kitty, um, yeah. who's, uh, a, 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 you know, been a longtime forum member and uh, her boyfriend Doc who's also a longtime forum member and a uh, show contributor kitty right. pointed out that the episode of the price is right that we are on when uh, they came down to LA i think we did an intro about that a long time ago is going yeah. to be aired this friday Really? On, uh, yeah this friday twelve nine. so can that be
4: watched on hulu or any of the online venues you know
3: i think you know i bet you, you could probably find the price is right somewhere you know i'm going to try to tape it and then I'll post a video to like the forum or something, so people can see, but you know to, to be honest they they just pan the camera over us, but you know, I was wearing my sick and wrong shirt, and they're you know it's
4: still all good, yeah,
3: but I'll post a video to it but uh people, if you want to hear uh, some more about sick and wrong or just find some genuinely disturbing information and uh pictures, just go to the sick and wrong forum sick and dot com click on forum and uh, join them today. Uh, thank you for everybody out there for s- subscribing to the show on iTunes. Uh, you know, I haven't checked our ratings out recently, but we were in the What's Hot category for like four days this week. Wow. I don't know if you noticed that. So um, we appreciate that. Just go to go search for Sick and Wrong on iTunes, subscribe, and then give us a five-star rating. Um, unfortunately, people, right now, if you're going to order a Sick and Wrong Quad OT, I only have mediums and smalls left. We completely sold out of the larges and the extra larges. However, I am placing an order for more shirts this week. So if you place an order now, you'll get your shirt soon. Just go to com. click on store, get a shirt today. Well, frankly, I'm going to dedicate the Sick and Wrong song of the week to my favorite political candidate. And quite honestly, I'm, i I got to say I'm, I'm a bit crushed by an announcement that happened this week. The Herminator. Herman Kane, the pizza man, has suspended his campaign formally. Yes, I've heard. The Kane train. Screeching halt. Done. No more Herman Kane.
4: Now we're just left with the career politicians, if you think about it.
3: Dude, I'm really gonna miss it. Let's 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 tip our glasses here to the, the Herminator.
4: I almost want to pour one out on the ground. <laughs> I know, I'm... It's racist, though. I'm it in
2: my
3: mouth. Here, here's to the Hermanator. Here's to Herman. Herman. Just for the laughs that he gave us. I, I'm just gonna. You know, Herminator was not only hilarious his entire campaign, but even at yes. the very end, his concession speech, he quoted the Pokemon movie. Did you, did you read that.
4: that? That really threw me for a loop. Does Herman Kane play Pokemon?
3: Yeah, well, you know, I was surprised. I was like, did he I mean did he watch the Pokemon movie? His kids kids are growing though. Like his kids are probably my age, I think. Or older. So maybe
4: grandchildren. I I know I'm getting old because I look on Facebook and I see kids who look like adults and they're really into Pokemon still. And I just I guess it's just because they were into Pokemon when they were younger dude pokemon was
3: so 2002 who's into pokemon now
4: i don't know but i see lots of college age looking kids on facebook posting shit about pokemon all the time not just like one or two like a significant chunk girls guys hot girls (laughs) like they love pokemon they grew (laughs) up with it maybe it's like it's like me you know like i love ren and stimpy and I guess probably, like, my people my parents' age think, like, what are you, an idiot? That's a fucking children's cartoon. I'm like, I love it. I grew up with it. It was great. Well, maybe
3: the Herminator is a Pokemon fan. And that just makes him all the more cooler. No, I found eyes. out how,
4: how this happened, if well, you want to know. You
3: know, I found out, too, actually. Oh, he's okay, good. Um, the, the quote that he gave is from the Pokemon movie. Here's a quote. It's, he gave at the end of his speech. Life can be a challenge. Life can seem impossible. It's never easy when there's so much on the line. But you and I can make a difference. There's a mission just for you and me. And this was Ugh. later revealed that the quote was actually from a line from a Donna Summer song, The Power of One, which is played at the end of the Pokemon movie.
4: But, but Donna Summer, I mean, she wrote the song for the Pokemon movie.
3: Yeah. The, the, she the power of one. It.
4: So it's not like, oh, it's from a Donna Summer song that was in the Pokemon movie. It's the Pokemon song.
3: Well, yeah, it's the, it's the, the, the song played during the credits, the Pokemon theme song, The Power of Wine.
4: Well, you're not, and then you're missing the whole story because <laughs> that still implies that Herman Cain's watching the Pokemon movie.
3: Well, he must have watched the Pokemon no, movie to get that.
4: They played the song at the uh, Winter Olympics in one of the uh, segments on the news. They played the Pokemon movie song in one of the segments of you know ABC News covering the Olympics. That's where he got it. I, you know, I did not hear that.
3: So he and was somebody
4: told him later that it was from Pokemon, and that's why he. You know, it's not like he made the speech and somebody caught him and said, "Hey, you ripped that off from the Pokemon movie." He said in his speech, "I think this is from the Pokemon movie," but blah 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 blah.
3: God, that detracts from my uh, favorite moment in political history: is a, a, a defeated political hopeful actually quoting a Pokemon movie. But he did. I guess he did. But and he I mean, acknowledged it. But the fact just, that he, he thought it was from the Winter Olympics, but he well, did. Well,
4: no, he knew it's from Pokemon. He, he found out it's from Pokemon a long time ago, yet he still keeps using it. It's just his first exposure to it was the Winter Olympics.
3: God, I'm going to miss the pizza, man. I love him that much more. I love I him so wish, much that I'm going to yeah. end the show with Donna Summers, The Power of One.
4: I just wish we could have a politician that was more of, a, of an asshole. Like, because seriously, that whole, there's a mission for everyone, and, you know, you just got to find out what it is. I mean, it's just so earnest and corny, but you can never imagine a politician saying anything that's not that earnest and corny.
3: Um, well, right? I don't know if you know this, but uh, Newt Gingrich is leading the polls right now, and that man is the definition of asshole.
4: But he's still earnest he's an earnest and corny asshole. He, but he's you know, he's not like, you know what, fuck this. like when a politician leaves a race, he should just be like, I'm leaving this race and it's fucking bullshit, and they fucking railroaded me for all these bitches I used to go bang. And not like any of these other dudes ever banging tons of bitches on the side too. Fucking Newt's been married like eighteen times and he cheated on every fucking <laughs> one of his wives. Come on.
3: It's false earnesty. That's what it is. And yeah, but see. I
4: just wish some wish somebody was more Of an honest asshole. That's what I want. Instead of somebody who's falsely earnest, I want an honest asshole. I don't know. I I enjoy the political
3: theater that is Herman Cain, and I'm going to miss that. So, fare thee well, Hermanator. And we're going to end the show this week with uh, Donna Summers' The Power of One. You know, Wackley, have you actually ever heard this song? No. I'm assuming it's terrible. I'm going to take the gamble here, but I'm going to say this is probably the worst song we've ever ended the show with. And, you know, that's kind of a hefty bet here, because... We've ended the show with some pretty terrible songs, but I'm going to say this song is the worst song we've ever ended the show with. I defy you to listen to the entire thing all the way through.
4: But- I bet you all, all of our listeners who grew up playing and watching the Pokemon cartoon are probably going to tear up and listen to it on repeat.
3: It reminds me of the Celine Dion song from Titanic. Anyway, my heart I'm- will go on. I'm. I'm just going to say Herman Cain will go on. That's what I'm going to say, and I'm going to dedicate this song to you, there, Hermanator. I'm gonna miss you just for the last. Bye, laughs, Herman. The last alone. People, we'll be back next week with episode 308. Till then, take it sleazy.
2: Good
0: night. I was an honest asshole.
1: <laughs> it is clear from the discussion tonight that America needs a leader and a uniter. I represent growth. All of the issues that we talk about. If we don't get this economic engine moving by putting fuel in the engine, all of the rest of it won't matter. A poet once said, life can be a challenge. Life can seem impossible. But it's never easy when there's so much on the line. We have a lot on the line. Send Washington a message and send a business problem solver to Washington DC.
0: Homosexuality, do you believe
1: homosexuality is a sin? I believe homosexuality is a sin because I'm a Bible believing Christian. I believe it's a sin. Okay. But I know that some people make that choice. That's their choice. So you believe it's a choice. It, it I believe it is a choice.
2: Okay.
0: Are you ready for the gotcha questions? They're coming from the media and others on foreign policy. Who's the president of Uzbekistan? All, you know all of this stuff. It's it's coming. Yes. And how are you dealing with that?
1: I'm ready for the gotcha questions, and they are already starting to come. And when they ask me who's the president of you, Becky Becky Becky, Becky, Becky stand Stan, I'm gonna say, you know, I don't know. Do you know? And then I'm gonna say, how's that gonna create one job?
2: So you're saying any
1: community, if they want to ban a mosque? Yes, they have the right to do that. That's not discriminating based upon religion, against their particular religion. There is an aspect of them building that mosque that doesn't get talked about. And the people in the community know what it is and they're talking about it. All right. The legislation has already been written, H.R. 3000. In the previous Congress, it was HR thirty four hundred, and what that does, it's already been written. We didn't hear about it in the previous, con- the previous Congress because Princess Nancy sent it to committee, and it stayed there. It never came out. HR thirty, HR three thousand, allows the decisions to be with the doctors and the patients, not with the bureaucrat in Washington D.C. The legislation has already been written. Yeah. President Obama supported the uprising. Correct. President Obama called for the removal of Gaddafi. Just want to make sure we're talking about the same thing before I say yes. I agreed. I, I know I didn't agree. Um, I do not agree with the way he handled it for the following reasons. Um, no, that's that's a different one. Um, I gotta gotta go back and see. uh, Got all this stuff twirling around in my head. Uh, Stupid people are ruining America. It's sad. We must stay informed. This is one of our greatest weapons. In this fight. And that is to know when they are trying to employ the sin tactics. We're talking about the liberals. They don't have a three tactics. They don't have a strategy. They have an objective.
3: So, Wackerly, have you done your uh, Christmas shopping yet?
4: Technically, it's done. <laughs> Techni- no, let me, put it, let me rephrase that. Technically, I have no more Christmas shopping to do.
3: <laughs> so, you just went to adamandeve.com, picked out all your gifts, and then you're done? Your shopping cart's full.
4: Technically, I'm not buying any holiday gifts for anybody.
3: <laughs> Technically, the answer. <laughs> Wait a That's second. The okay, whole truth. I know you. I know your girlfriend less right now, mainly because you don't have a puppy. But yeah, you don't maybe. have to buy a single gift at all. Uh,
4: do you count uh, a dumb like holiday party gift exchange twenty dollars piece of shit gift?
3: No, I'm talking about like over $50 gift for someone who you're, you know, your no. friend <laughs> I'm not. or nope. relative or.
4: Nope, nope. You know, Wackerly,
3: <laughs> I admire you. My hat is off to you. That is great because I've spent a ridiculous amount of money even right now so far. Really? On Christmas the yeah.
4: Girlfriend, the girlfriend thing is tough. Even when I did the Christmas gambit many years ago, that only worked one year and it didn't really work out that well.
3: No, that's, that's never and worked And the next year I had
4: to buy gifts.
3: Yeah, I don't know. Well, and I, people... and
4: I think I also think that I ended up spending more on a birthday gift and Valentine's Day that year to make up for the loss of Christmas gift giving.
3: Exactly. That's why I think it's good just to balance all three out. In fact, that Valentine's Day is just a dinner. There's no gift there.
2: Well, I mean, I like
4: to. Don't get me wrong. I like to like have. Yeah, like there's there's some dinners coming up, and I will buy food and uh, make food and bring it. And it, you know, the food can get a pretty hefty price tag when you're like buying, you know, like raw oyster Kumamoto nice oysters and stuff. I'll I'll
3: spend fifty bucks on that probably. Something's romantic over here.
4: No, it's like a group dinner thing, man.
3: But no, seriously though, I, I understand. Not, what you're not, I don't
0: want people to get the
4: impression that I'm the guy drinking shitty. Forcing Laker your girlfriend to drink booze, Bud Light, like watching TV by myself on Christmas Day. That's the thing I'm trying to spell. <laughs> I just don't buy a bunch of gifts or any gifts for anybody because I think it's played.
3: Yeah, well, I don't. I don't even know if it's if if it's if the term played is the correct term. I think it's just there's no point in doing it, and no guy really enjoys doing it. The only reason I, we I do really, it,
4: I really was just trying to sound cool by saying played because I remember it from the 80s. The what only reason we
3: do it. Is so we can get blowjobs. And people, the best way to get a blowjob is go to adamandeve.com because if you're gonna buy Christmas gifts for people, just go there because it's fifty percent off if you use diddle. You're gonna save yeah. so much money. That's the Jewish way to shop. Like if well, I so buying- you can
4: do it strategically, like buy like like some crazy cherry flavored condom or something. I mean, come on, is she not gonna blow you if you put that on your dick?
3: Or like exactly. a candy
4: cane flavored condom?
3: Cotton candy, what have you. Just go to add. I would do a going. holiday
4: theme though. Do it do it candy cane. And if you wake up on Christmas morning with a candy cane flavored condom
3: on your dick, she's gonna suck it. You're going to get a blowjob. It's it's maybe inevitable. not to
4: completion, but she'll lick it at least. And what yeah. mortgage ask for?
3: i mean, unless she's like, you know, complete like the female version of Scrooge, Scroogella, then maybe you won't get a blowjob. But you you're gonna get a blowjob. With a, can- with a candy cane flavored condom. For sure. Do you think they Girls have that? Girls love
4: Christmas. They love the festivities. And I, just, I don't think they would be able to resist a candy cane flavored no. condom. And, and if it looks like a candy cane, even more power. <laughs> <laughs> like if your dick curls over on the end <laughs> like a candy cane. <laughs> which that might be painful, but automatic blowjob.
3: AdamandEve.com. Just type in diddle.